Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Hit subscribe on YouTube. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to stay connected with you. Now, I am so excited for you to meet today's guest. She's really great, has an awesome story, and it's incredible what she has accomplished. Mindy Shire is the founder and CEO of Runway of Dreams, as well as Gamut Talent Management, which exclusively represents people with disabilities. Now, she's taking us through her story because this wasn't her path, her planned path, right? Her son was actually diagnosed with muscular dystrophy, and that led her to creating Runway of Dreams, a nonprofit organization, and partnering with brands like Tommy Hilfiger. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want, it is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Well, today I am so very excited to meet for the first time and introduce all of you to Mindy Shire. She is the founder and CEO of an incredible organization that I'm excited to learn more about, Runway of Dreams, and also the CEO, hopefully I'm getting that correct, of Gamut Management. Hi, Mindy. Hi, how are you? It's nice to see you. So I'm glad we can finally sit down and chat and learn more about you and what you do. So I guess first tell us, what is Runway of Dreams? So Runway of Dreams is a nonprofit organization that works with the fashion industry to help them understand um, about inclusion of people with disabilities in every aspect of the fashion industry, not only as it relates to product, but employment, visibility, public eye, the notion that people with disabilities are consumers too. Absolutely. So this is a nonprofit organization and most nonprofit founders and CEOs that I talk to have a deep rooted purpose with what they do and their why. So that's what I want to dive into your why, how you started this and your personal story. So I am a fashion designer by trade um, and also a mom of three amazing kids. My middle child, Oliver, was born with a rare form of muscular dystrophy. And we learned early on that he was really going to struggle with everyday tasks, one of which is the very thing that I love more than anything, and that's getting dressed every day. Uh, for him, it was um, a daily uh, grind, um, a very challenging task. He really struggles with buttons and zippers. He really can't put on his shoes by himself. And so it was a daily reminder for him of what he couldn't do. So our kind of solve when he went to school was that he wore sweatpants every day. It was really the only way that we knew that he would be able to go to the bathroom on his own, that he could wear over his leg braces. And when he was eight years old, he came home from school and said, um, I want to wear jeans. 
I don't understand why everybody else gets to wear something besides sweatpants except for me. And it was really a um, tremendous aha moment for me um, and not a good one in terms of that here I, I came from the fashion industry. I love fashion and I needed my eight year old to remind me of the power of clothing and how it relates to your self-esteem, your confidence. And basically what he was communicating to me was wearing sweatpants every day made him feel like he was dressing disabled as, long, as well as being disabled. That night I ripped apart a pair of his jeans and replaced everything with Velcro so that he was able to be able to manage it better on his own. And when he woke up the next day and I, I showed him really at that point, it was an arts and crafts project at best. It was not my finest work as a fashion designer. But it was really the first time he was able to dress himself independently as well as wear anything else besides sweatpants to school. And the immediate change that came over him was palpable. I mean, it was really um, real to see the change in his confidence level. So what that did for me was open my eyes to the fact that if Oliver was struggling with this, how in the world did the almost 1 billion people on our planet who have a disability, how did they manage clothing challenges and were they experiencing the same thing as Oliver? So in 2014, I decided to take my background and have a small goal of changing the fashion industry to be inclusive of people with disabilities. And I started Runway of Dreams uh, to do just that. Fortunately, um, through the connections and working with the industry, I was able to take um, the, the research that I had done for almost a year of all of the different types of disabilities and clothing challenges, et cetera, and develop modifications uh, that could be implemented into mainstream clothing and fortunately got myself in front of the team at Tommy Hilfiger. And in 2016, we made fashion history by developing the first ever mainstream adaptive clothing line, which is now Tommy Adaptive. I guess there's two questions. One, for those who don't know what muscu muscular dystrophy is, can you explain that? And also when you received that news, what was going through your mind? So muscular dystrophy is a neuromuscular disease um, that is genetic. Um, so he received um, a mutated gene from both my husband and I. Um, he was the, the lucky winner. And um, it is a degenerative disease, which means that his muscles will break down over the course of his life, which as a, a parent is um, even still to this day is 16, um, is a really difficult thing to say out loud um, because there's just nothing that we can do about it. And we have to sit on the sidelines and just keep supporting him as his body is, is failing him. Um, so it does affect all the muscles um, in his system, um, you know, and of course that includes not just your you know, fine motor skills, your gross motor skills, your, you know, your heart is a muscle, your lungs are muscles. So it is a, a, a full system, um, unfortunate breakdown, but he is doing as well as can be. He um, 
goes to typical school when, you know, unfortunately our school is still virtual right now, but we are, he is experiencing hopefully as normal a life as, as he can. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is a really challenging um, aspect to come to terms with that your, your child um, has a disease that you can do nothing about, but he is the greatest gift um, to our entire family. And the gift that he has given us um, just unfolds every single day, but it allows us to focus on uh, what is important in life and what isn't. Because if you don't have your health, you have nothing. You are dealing with this news, coming to terms with that and how you are going to just progress through those milestones that you mentioned that probably fashion or the clothing is not something that was top of mind. Was it something that you ever thought of um, until your son brought it up to you? How about not even a little bit? And, <laughs> and that is really you know, extremely ironic considering it, it was, it's not only my career, but my love, <laughs> you know, what he was wearing was completely irrelevant. It was a function of, of what was going to make his life easier. Um, and I just commend him every day for being vocal about it and, and acknowledging that this is not how he wants to show up to the world. And he does want choice and he wants an identity and he wants to, be able to look a certain way. And, and that is factual for, you know, the population at, at, at large. I, you know, and I think everybody can, can slightly understand it um, from that perspective of, of being in the quarantine and, you know, not needing to get dressed every day. If you wanted to stay in your pajamas from morning till night, you have the option to do that. But for somebody like me, it really affected my my psyche for sure in the beginning when I was like, oh, I guess I don't need to dress up or put on lipstick or really, you know, care so much anymore because who am I seeing? Um, and then I did realize that I, I wasn't feeling as good about myself. I didn't care if I wasn't seeing anybody. It was really for me. Um, so once I kind of made that conscious shift, I never looked back and I, I get dressed as if I'm going to see a million people um, during the day and just because it makes me feel better. Because when you look good, you feel good and you mentioned confidence and I think that's key. Um, for me, I have actually over the last several years worked a lot with adults with disabilities um, specifically um, intellectual and developmental disabilities. So I've gotten to learn through some of their eyes um, the, some of the challenges that they face. And I think it's so much about education and also realizing, hey, I want to do things just like you do. We don't have to just focus on my disability, whether it's, hey, I want a job. I don't want to just stay in my parents' basement all day or, you know, and play video games. No, I want to be a contributing member of society. I absolutely. To... And doesn't everybody deserve to be that? Absolutely. So I love I love this um, so much. So kind of take us back. You mentioned in 2016 being um, Runway of Dreams, I guess, partnered with Tommy Hilfiger. Is that how Correct. that works? Yes. OK, so if you can explain that a little bit more and kind of where you are now and how this sure. has all evolved. The, the collaboration was so powerful because here 
we had a, a leading global brand understanding that people with disabilities are consumers too. So they utilized the modifications that I developed um, into their mainstream product and Tommy Adaptive was born. Um, and the, the line is absolutely just a part of the Tommy portfolio um, and a division within the company. It, it looks and feels and, and is the same product as you will see for able-bodied people just with modifications um, in them to make dressing easier for the population of people with disabilities. We now also work with Zappos, Target, Kohl's, Stride Right, LVMH, um, and other brands that I can't wait to mention, but can't yet. Um, and really- Let us in on the secret. What's that? I said, let us in on the secrets. Yeah, I wish, I'll come back on the show. How about okay. that? Perfect. Um, that, that we're really working to um, help the industry at large understand that not only is this the right thing to do, but it's a huge business opportunity. There's a billion people on our planet with a disability. It represents the largest minority that we have. And it's it's a shift in understanding that, you know, diversity and inclusion is are certainly the buzzwords of, of 2020 and 2021, but um, it expands beyond skin color um, or sexual orientation. It's also about your ability. And then we do have specific programs that um, is why we raise money through the foundation for one of which is really the next generation of designers. We do scholarship programs. We have college clubs on 15 campuses across the country and more coming every year because we need the next generations and generations after that to just look at this as a part of the population, no different than plus size or petite or maternity, it needs to be part of our mainstream conversation. And we are really um, working towards that, as well as a, a wardrobe grant program that we award grant money for either facilities or families or individuals to be able to purchase new adaptive clothing because we feel everybody deserves to have that. Um, if they are not able to afford it on their own. And really just our, our major campaign um, of awareness, which it leads into why we're coming to Miami um, and expanding our adaptive fashion shows outside of New York Fashion Week. Um, we will be coming to Miami on March 9th and we're going to the Wynwood Drive-In Movie Theater and we're doing a one-of-a-kind um, adaptive fashion show with over 40 models with all different types of disabilities, backgrounds, ethnicities. And, you know, of course, our, our brand partners are joining us of Zappos and Target and Kohl's. And we're just really, really excited to continue to um, spread the mission and hopefully get back to some sense of normalcy by, by doing our show with strict Corona guidelines, but we will be doing it um, a live show on the 9th and then a global virtual premiere on March 11th. Obviously, a lot of times, if these are things that don't affect us directly, we're not, it's not top of mind. We're not thinking about that inclusion aspect. And um, I interviewed several weeks ago, Haley Moss on the show, who's um, an adult with autism. 
and bringing a lot of awareness um, to that. She's the first openly autistic lawyer sworn into the Florida bar. And um, love that. Love her story. And she brought up a really great point. And then she, she mentioned that um, becoming disabled is something regardless of geography, age, race, gender, that can happen to anybody at any time. And that's what makes Correct. it really different from anything else. And it, it can affect anybody. And that, like when she said that, I never thought of it that way. And it gave me chills because it's something that can affect any one of us. At uh, any time in our life. And there is no other minority group that can say the same. So I will never, you know, be a part of any other minority group in my lifetime, except for the population of people with disabilities. And that just might be because of aging right. and not being able to use my fingers as well anymore. Right. So the fact that we are not, or we currently are on our way, but previous to 2016, you know, it's almost unbelievable that we wouldn't be making this a priority because we're all going to need it at some point in our life. And that was my question. Was there anything like this that you could find out there prior to 2016, but prior to you really taking the reins on a project like this? There were zero mainstream brands that um, had an adaptive option. And it was really important to me once I made the decision to kind of changed the the professional course of my life um that i went to mainstream brands oliver wanted to be able to wear the same things as everybody else he did not it, it would have been completely counterintuitive if i designed my own collection he didn't want my own collection he wanted to be able to wear levi's he wanted to be able to wear under armor and other mainstream brands that he connected with and I felt that that was, you know, super important to my process to make sure that I was developing something that could be implemented into mainstream clothing. How far would you say do we have to go in this space? I think we have a tremendous amount of work to do, but I, I, I say that with um, a lot of pride and a lot of hope that the fact that I can name six mainstream brands since 2016 that are involved in the adaptive space is absolutely unbelievable. And that they're sharing and connecting and doing this um, together in an industry that is, you know, notably exclusive and, and generally, you know, are a little cutthroat and not sharing. Um, this is the, for example, I just did, or I'm in the process of doing a webinar with the Council of Fashion Designers of America, which is like the governing body of the fashion industry. And yesterday I did a panel with members of each of the brands, um, Tommy Hilfiger, Stridebrite, Target, Kohl's, LVMH, and Zappos. And the fact that I had these trailblazing, they happen to be all women, um, on the panel sharing and talking and supporting each other was revolutionary in and of its, itself. So this is a, it's a unifying element um, to an industry that um, is moving into a different direction of, of being able to support each other to bring adaptive into the fashion space. That's awesome. Really love the work you're doing. So 
touching again on Windwood March 9th, Runway of Dreams. You guys are having a fashion show, which will be drive-in, obviously, COVID-friendly. Um, and, um, you know, uh, so are there still tickets available to that? Tell me more about how those who are listening can get involved if they want to be there or support you. Thank you. Um, yes, there's um, sponsorships absolutely available. Um, and we encourage everybody to go to runwaydreams.org. We have our all of the information about the event and how you can get involved right there on our website. You know, the more support we get, uh, the more visibility, the more change we can make happen. Um, as you mentioned, which I think is really important, if you are not directly touched by somebody with a disability in your life, you certainly will during the course of your lifetime if it's not even yourself. So it's important to um, expose as many people as we possibly can to the fact that there are so many people out there that every day struggle with being able to dress themselves, struggle with even finding clothing that is appropriate for what they need to do during their day. I mean, 80% of people with disabilities are unemployed, eight, zero. And a leading contributing factor to that is clothing, that they don't have the proper clothing to, to even go on a, a, an interview. So let's let's really kind of take that in and, and, and digest that, that clothing does have a critical effect on your life as you live it. So that's something that we can do something about. And the more people that we kind of get to have that aha moment, the more we can make change happen. Wow. I had no idea about that. I mean, I knew about the, the 80, I've even heard 80 to 90% of adults with disabilities are unemployed or underemployed. But wow, the, the clothing aspect of it, I've n I never even thought of. So, right, that's the first step. So we know we can take exactly. part in being part of the solution. I love that. So runwayofdreams.org um, is where everyone can find out more about March 9th in Wynwood. So most of our audience is here in South Florida. So that's fantastic. Be a part of that. Sponsorships. And then March 11th, if everyone wants to check out the um, online premiere that link will be on runwayofdreams.org as well correct yes awesome and what about social where can everybody find you connect with you all online everything is runway of dreams awesome. on facebook instagram twitter um so please get involved you know look at our post listen to our stories it's um it's really life-changing i i hate to be so profound but it it really is um and it's really in its simplest form right because the critical aspects of life are are food shelter and clothing and one of the three of them is something that we can actually do something about um in terms of truly helping the world understand the the critical aspect of that piece um, also, I do want to just quickly touch on Gamut Management, which is the talent management company that I started for people with disabilities as 
I found during uh, the creation of Runway Dreams that many other brands and even other industries started reaching out to Runway Dreams to get connected to people with disabilities, um, to be a part of focus groups or surveys all the way up to films and television and other runway shows, et cetera. And it made me realize that if they were coming to a nonprofit that does not represent people with disabilities, that must mean that there's a hole in the market. So in 2019, I started Gamut Management as the first uh, talent management company that exclusively represents people with disabilities. We, It is not a division of a bigger company. It is all that we do and all that we represent. So if there's anybody out there listening that wants to be a part of the Gamut because we feel everybody has a talent, whether that's just lending your voice on how products are developed or being uh, in the entertainment industry. Please feel free to go to gametmanagement.com um, and join us. The only requirement that we have is you have to have a disability. I'm sure you probably never imagined this is where you would be. But when you look back, how do you feel about all that you have accomplished and what you're doing now? Ah, thank you for that question. I, I do really love that because I was that little girl that dreamed of being a fashion designer, but I never knew how to dream small. So I wasn't just going to be a designer. I was going to be a global brand. Um, I really wanted to be the next Betsy Johnson or, you know, someone of that level. So when I look back, um, if you would have told that little girl that this is the path that she is going to take. I, I, I think I definitely would have been like wrong, wrong person. Um, but I have never felt more grateful. Um, I've never felt more um, oriented to the fact that I am exactly where I need to be, want to be and, and love being. And I am so grateful for this every single day. I love that. Perfect way to end it. Mindy, it's really such a pleasure and honor to meet you and learn more about you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. It was an absolute honor. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I liked it so much because I learned something new, several new things from Mindy. And it's because these are things that we just don't think about if they don't directly impact us. So if you're in South Florida, make sure you go below. Again, all the information is below in the show notes for the March 9th event. Support Runway of Dreams, visit their website, connect with Mindy on social media. And if you can't make it, you're not here in South Florida, that event will be virtual on March 11th. Again, all of that is below. And I hope you connect with me as well. If we aren't already, I hope we are. Find me on LinkedIn, subscribe on YouTube, turn on notifications. You know why? because I wanna see you back next week. And that'll make sure that you get those notifications right there to your inbox. So until next week, when I see you back, stay happy, stay healthy. <laughs>